Victory is the glory. But E-Buggy pays the bills. Welcome to the No Name RC Podcast. Get ready for some serious bench racing. But be warned, we speak our minds, express our thoughts, and sometimes things can get a little rowdy. Hate, and he just was influenced by the hate coming from the left, the hate coming from the right. And let's get back to more club racing and less of this money-grabbing book races. Hard not to be arrogant when you're always right. See what I mean? That's exactly why people call you arrogant, Max. You may not agree with everything we say, but it's definitely worth a listen. And our pick, can you stop whatever you're doing? Join your host, Leslie the Great, with co-host and guests as they get together <laughs> to chat our soon. Hey, after that race that I watched this morning, I have to talk about it. Yes, indeed, Nitro is the glory, but E-Buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 206 of the No Name RC Podcast. I'm your host, Keenan White, a.k.a. Lefty the Great. And I know we were supposed to have something with Alive and maybe Max and all that there. But, you know, before I go into all that, I'm going to say some thank yous because uh, we can't do this without any of these people that I'm about to mention. And truly, I'm really appreciative of as you listen to this, I'll be in the worlds. So, yeah, thank you to all of the NNRC squad around the world. Definitely can't do it without you guys. Uh, thank you for supporting the podcast from the inception. Uh, it's really, truly amazing, the support that you guys have given me. I feel very blessed, and thank you for that. Remember, everybody, to please share. Click that like button, subscribe button if you can. Really helps the YouTube channel, please. Also, I'd like to say a big thank you to... All the patrons of the podcast, you guys go the extra mile. Uh, you help keep some of these bills paid. You help make life a little bit easy on me. That money that you guys give definitely helps me out a lot. So thank you very much. I greatly appreciate that. If you wish to be a patron, you can be. The link is in the written description of this podcast. Also, big thank you to the awesome companies that support the NNRC. Some have been around for a long time. Some are new. Some come and go. But definitely thank you to all the companies that support us. You guys can help us by supporting these companies. And if you do, we have affiliate links. We have some coupon codes. If we don't have a coupon code, leave a note and say, hey, I heard about you from the No Name RC podcast. They are Invisible Speed, TZO 200 Tires, TNR Fuels, High Tech RC, Beach RC, Mayako, Techno RC, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, RCGP, Lugs Racing Tires, TZO 200 Tires, G-Spec RC Tuning for all your cabling needs. Some Pedal USA for all your racing battery needs. Clinic RC, House of RC, RC3 Raceway in Alabama. Shout out to my boy, Jason Bucal at Ardent Imprints. Look, rocking my red high-tech hat that I really like. He also got me some, got a blue NNRC hat, which I think is really loud. I'm taking it with me to the worlds. Thank you, Jason, for that. Hit him up on uh, Instagram or Facebook. Thank you to all these companies. Remember, showing some love, show us the podcast some love. You can find links in the written description for all these companies in below. Uh, with that said, uh, no Max, no JQ. JQ's in Spain. I didn't realize he's leaving so early. So he's been on a road trip to Spain. He isn't available to record. Max is thrashing, getting ready for the world. He barely even answers his phone. So we had planned a podcast, but... Uh, there won't be a regular scheduled podcast this week. I interviewed Robert Battier last weekend, the weekend before the uh, the Saturday before the world, so before this Saturday, so about a week ago. My intention was to add this to a part of um, some world's podcasts that I've done. I did drop the Mick Craddock podcast where we went through the history of the podcast. Sorry, history of the worlds from 1990 to 2018. He's been to every single Worlds besides the 2010 in that time period. That was a good chat. That's a good two and a half hours of just reminiscing. Thank you to Mick Craddock for his time. You can check that out on YouTube and all podcast apps, episode 205. 
was a good chat. I did enjoy that. So this week, uh, this is just an interview with Robert Battier. He is the 2012 world champion. Uh, he is a three-time European champion. He, this, you know, this race is going to be in Spain for the first time. He's been to Radovan. He's lost. He lost a, a European championship, or he would have had four European championships uh, if it wasn't for a servo failure. So we just kind of sat off, and we, I wanted to pick his brain about. The world, how things are going in RC, what's next for him because he is getting older. I think he's transitioning into uh, the next stage of his career. And it was a good Saturday morning chat with Robert Badier. I do appreciate his time for coming on. Thank you, Robert. And I just wanted to say something to all you guys real quick before I sign off and you get to that. It's been about four years since we started this podcast. Max and I talked about it on the last podcast. If you go back, our first podcast was actually a preview of the Worlds. And come to think, four years later, we haven't had a Worlds. We're about to embark on one of the most epic Worlds we've had. And I'm going. And four years ago, I, I mean, I probably wanted to go to a Worlds, but I never thought I would. I mean, I was planning to go Brazil, but COVID kind of messed that up. But it truly is uh, my pleasure. It's a bucket list dream to attend this race not only to just attend this race but attend it in uh, Redavon, which is a track that i've wanted to go and to be honest none of that is possible without you guys so i just wanted to take some time i can't thank you guys enough i don't care if people accuse me of saying thank you too much i will continue to say thank you to everybody that supported me and made this happen first through jq racing as a manager and now as uh lefty the great the podcasting media tmz whatever you want to call me independent media. Uh, I'm really honored to be going to the worlds. Not only am I going to the worlds, but hopefully thousands of you guys will be from around the world. will be tuning into what I do. You guys see I've been doing my blogs. You can find those blogs. If you want to catch up with some of them, they're all on House of RC, as well as my Facebook. Check out the NNRC Facebook and House of RC page. So yeah, just thank you guys, man. Um, to everybody that downloads and listens to this podcast every week, to every patron that has supported me, if you stopped or if you continued, and to every company that has supported the podcast. It's been quite a ride. We're 206 episodes in. Lots of things have changed in RC. Yeah, this is going to be a good world. I get, it's going to be an honor to kind of work a little bit with RC Racing TV at this prestigious event. I'm super excited. And just honestly, none of this was possible without you guys the NNRC squad around the world. So with that said, thank you guys. Cause yeah, impossible to do this without you guys. So with that said, enough of me rambling on, let's get on and talk to Robert Battier. So continuing, continue with our world, our build up to the 2022 IFMAR worlds. Uh, I have the 2012 IFMAR world <laughs> champion, Mr. Robert Battier. What's up, Robert? How are you? Hello, everything okay here and you? You look hot. You're just chilling. You, you know, you said it's hot here. It, it, is, it, is, that the, is that the theme for, for next week? Is it going to be hot in Redavon when we're there? Uh, I'm at north of Spain. Uh-huh. And here, today, I think it's uh, 36 degrees Celsius. So, so in Redavon, should be close to 40. So right like 90 now. something, 90 in the 90s. Yeah, maybe 100. Oh, yeah, great. So I'm leaving Dominican Republic where it's hot to go to Spain where it's hot. Oh, great. Yes, yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, I, don't, I don't care. I'll deal with the heat. I'm not worried about that. But thank you, Robert, for coming on. Um, I appreciate your time. I wanted to get you on because, like, this is the first Worlds in Spain. You've been to many Worlds. Um, so I just wanted to get your opinion on a few things. But before we go on a little further, let's tell, talk, tell people that may not know a little bit about you. So you are a three-time European champion. Yeah. Uh, you have won the European champion with three different chassis. The first one was Hobao, AE, and then Mugen? Uh, no, Hobao and two with, with Mugen. Okay, okay. All right. I thought you won one with AE for, for a minute there. Uh, yeah. You won the two... with A. Oh, it did? Yeah, second. Where did that second. happen? Uh, Savoya won there. About which track? Which Euros? Portugal. Ah. Braga. Okay. Um, 
And you have you also won the world championships in 2012, and also you probably would have had four European championships if you would have at, at this same track, Relevon, back in 2016. But you and Ronafalk yeah. both was it? You had the failure, and then Ronafalk had a failure like one lap later, right? Yeah, yeah, cerebral failing. Yeah, that was a, an amazing race too. You guys were flying, um, but yeah, congrats. Con- Congratulations on Spain getting the World Championships. It's the first one that they've had. Well, Nitro Buggy World Championships. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. Um, I want to talk about you and your first World Championship. Your first World. When was the first time that you went to the Worlds? My first Worlds was in 2002 in Uruguay. Oh, so you went to Uruguay. How old were you? It was my first one. How old were you? I was there 14. Wow. So you've been to you you like you've been to a lot of worlds then ever since then. Yeah. Yeah, I started on 2002. So yeah, this is 20 years of now. worlds. 20 years, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I made I made seven finals or eight finals already. Really? So you yeah. just missed when did which which finals did you miss out on? Do you remember? 2002. I missed 2002. 2006 because one guy uh, hit my pipe and broke my pipe really <laughs> but it was I was quite fast also there mm-hmm. and I think I think I yeah that's it that I would be it. all other all other finals so that's a pretty good track record right there yeah I don't think so you've made eight finals seven, or seven I, seven uh, let's see it's 2004. Uh, Eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen. Seven. Yes. Yeah. That's Seven. a that's yeah. a that's a pretty good record right there, Robert. Yeah, eighteen was the last world, so Yeah. And you've won one. Finish how many, what's your sec what's your uh best finishing in position since Las Vegas I was second. Yes, that's true. Impressive drive in Las Vegas. That was um like you was like typical that was Robert Badier coming from behind, uh yeah, it was also hard work for me because yeah. I was in the hospital two days. That's right. That's right. You I was with kidney a stones. hard kidney stone. Ugh. Yeah, so I was completely fucked. <laughs> but yes. at the end, it was okay, so-so. I felt not super good in all, in all week, mm-hmm. but at least I could I could finish in a, in a good way. So, Yeah, I remember when you had those kidney stones too. Yeah, it's rough, yeah. rough, 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 rough track. Crazy. Rough track. <laughs> um, which one has been your favorite world so far? Besides winning, Argentina. Yeah, I would say Argentina. <laughs> okay, besides that one, which one was the, yeah, the favorite I, I track? I love that track, but another, another world which was good. Hmm. Mm. I would say, I don't know, Thailand was good. Pattaya. Yeah, Pattaya Which was, was your good. favorite track? Let's make that easier. Uh, Las Vegas was good. You actually. liked Las Vegas? I was watching that yeah. the other day. I went back I, to I, watch it. I liked Las Vegas, yeah. Yeah. It was, a, that track's still there, you know, just like that. Still in yeah, the same, really? yeah. It's still still the same, not as the same as the worlds, but the same as the last race they had there. You could probably mm. go there and race on it. It's still the same. Well, when I went there, I didn't go this time, but yeah, good stuff, good stuff. So we have the um, the first world championship coming to Spain. Uh, what does this mean yeah. to Spain and you? Does it is it any added pressure for you because it's like at home? Uh, Spain has become. Uh, a powerhouse in RC in Europe. I don't know if it always was, but it seems like now there's a lot of young, fast guys coming out of Spain, a lot of talent there. They're in Italy. Very Lots of fast dudes coming out of there. Uh, what does this world championship mean to Spain? I can't believe that Spain hasn't had one all these years. You know, So this is the first one. Yeah, it's, it's the first star, uh, the first goals uh, ever in, in Spain. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, it, it, I'm super proud of it. It's like uh, a present for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's super difficult to to get the walls and also being in your country and being one of the 
favorites to mm-hmm. win the race and so on. It just it's a uh, super good feeling. Pressure though, pression, nervous. Uh, for me, I think it's same nervous as everywhere. Okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not different. I'm already nervous, <laughs> so it's still one week to go. <laughs> but yeah, it's like uh, I like so much, and also I like. Uh, a lot the the level on on Spain mm-hmm. for sure we we had good level before with oh sorry we had good level before with Vega uh, and Son that they started uh, to have a, a good level outside mm-hmm. on national events but for sure uh, I think I got a little bit uh, good yeah, level yeah. And, the, and the, the level you took you took the racing in Spain to that next level you know what yeah. I mean and yeah I think and no. also I helped I helped a lot Canas for example mm-hmm. to get a, a really high level and actually I I believe he is helping me a little bit also because now. he's pushing you yeah he's pushing me so mm-hmm. much so it's still I'm 34 I'm I think still a, a quite um, more years to go mm-hmm. but I'm sure without uh, without Canas I wouldn't have the the level we have right now JQ has a saying he says a rising tide raises all ships right yeah uh, it's a saying so it means you know like a boat when the tide goes up the ocean when the ocean goes up all boats come up well yeah that's kind of what happened so I feel like you came on the scene as a 14 year old back in 2002 you go to the worlds in 2004 in Sweden you made the final there right that was your first final yeah at a at, you're 16 17 you know <laughs> Um, you've been, and I think that's when your career kind of took off. You you became, you know, you won your, your European championships, and then you, you, I think you bought the level of the Spain racing uh, racing in Spain, and and Juan Carlos Canas is yeah. an example of that because yeah. he's young. He was a kid. He was he was he was probably looking up to you when you was young when he was younger, and now he's your biggest competition. There. I mean, JCC is really fast right now, and. He's also one of the favorites to win this. I think it's going to be difficult for everybody, but uh, and then what's that? What's that? What that has done is, in turn, is it's raised the the level of competition in Spain because you have the kid Parente. I'm sure there's yeah. other fast kids there that I don't know about. I guess I'll get to know them here. But whenever we think of, and also the tracks in Spain have changed a lot. You know, they're more like I mean, look at Redavon. It's European, but it's enormous, you know. Yeah. And then you have it's other. <laughs> I think it's the the bigger track for a waltz ever. I believe. <laughs> well, it's, it's huge. I know. We're gonna have talk about that. There? I've never been there, so this is my first time. You will see. It's crazy. First <laughs> time. It's like whoa. I know. I I am so excited. I I am so excited, man. This is like my dream, to be honest. A world championship at Radovan with the amount of competition that we have right now. The level of RC is so high right now. So yeah. high. I think it's higher than it's ever been at any point. But, yeah, you have these guys. Um, Spain has just, I think Spain, Italy, England, France too. France Ooh. has a lot of fast young guys. European countries in general. But those yeah. countries stick out to my mind uh, about having good youth programs, promoting the youth. There's lots of young racers coming up. that You, you know, people attend your nationals religiously. Um, lots of good things happening in Spain, RC wise. Uh, do you see it that way as well? Has the has the has the hobby increased? Has the sport increased? Has, is the is the level increasing ever so? Is there somebody else that's coming up behind uh, Parente and, and these guys? Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, I think the RC is getting like it's having more level. Um, Period. Every, every on everything like mm-hmm. on tracks and drivers and mechanics also the the cars itself and tires everything is getting more level mm-hmm. but i also think uh we maybe have to change the like how the races are doing right now okay so it will help us to to get to more young people and so on because we we have a little bit young people, but I think we have not enough. Okay, what would you do to change it? What what would you what would you like to see implemented? From my point of view, mm-hmm. uh, races like RCGP, for example, mm-hmm. it it is the way. 
The only thing is just on RCGP, not all brands are following them. So yeah. I think that's the biggest problem. But from my point of view, something like RCGP and like having uh, different races every time that mm -hmm. people can enjoy races and also having even some travels between drivers and so on, you know, people likes yeah. these kind of things. They like this, <laughs> like, like have a series. I know you was a, a big supporter of RCGP. It's a shame that you're not in it this year. Um, I, I do believe it's going to happen next year. It sounds like it's going to happen next year. Hopefully it will get some more support. But I would agree with you because I always say on this podcast that we need a line between professional and, and amateur. Let's put it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, um, I think RCGP draws that line. You know, so yeah. here's the pro guys, and these guys are, we know they're gonna be. We're gonna watch them be in the main, and then here's all the other guys who are gonna put on a great show, and especially like like the RC2 racing's been really good, you know, especially in America. So I think that's I think once people kind of see that, it's a lot of things, you know. RC's a, a, an evolution; it's changing. RC is way different than what it was. RC is different than what it was four years ago, yeah. but it's still the same in a lot of ways. So you know, four years ago, you might not have seen. Uh, companies embracing drama now you see it so that's good because they realize you know it's starting to, to evolve and that's a good thing to see so it's good because we have we have people like you who have who have a mouth who has a voice sorry you like drake who has the voice who just re released the video about um referees i know that's not a big deal with you guys because you guys have referees but in america no you know the yeah. rd has to do everything so i'm starting to see you you pro drivers because you guys have the voice you have the influence. People follow you. It's good that you guys are starting to speak up about. I know it's hard because you have sponsors and all that stuff, and you have to be, you know, within your your parameters. But it's good to see you guys being more vocal about what you want to see improve in RC because we need it to improve. You know, we need to grow it. We need to get more young people, and we need to, you know, I'm, t you know, we need to get this like where people know what we're doing because at the end of the day, people don't know what we're doing. Yeah, the thing is. Even in, if I'm pro driver and so on, I think I'm quite honest and objective. So yeah. I don't really mm, think on on the best for my sponsors and so on. Mm -hmm. I think what what has to be the best for the RC, mm -hmm. the at the end it will be the best for my sponsor also. Yes. So if if we have RC, if if today we are, I don't know, let's say 100, and my sponsor have the 10% of, of, of that 100, if we go to 1,000, they will have the same 10%, exactly. but instead of 10, it will be 100. So, I, agree. I mean, it will be good for all, all our sponsors, but I don't know. I, I mean, I don't have a really a good idea on USA uh, organization and so on, but for sure, for sure here in Europe, it's like we have to work a little bit just because as I told you, my first world was in 2002. Mm -hmm. So on that time, if you see a, a, a video of the final, for example. Which, which we're trying to find because Greg Degani wants that final. Yeah. <laughs> so if you, if you see these dot cars and tires and so on, it was super bad comparing nowadays. Now. So it's, it's a big, 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 big change on yes. cars and tires and engines. Before to tune the engine, it was terrible. Now... Almost everyone can tune an engine and mm -hmm. not to have flame out usually. Mm -hmm. But if you see the races itself, they are same. Yeah. We have six stupid qualifiers of 10 minutes, and then we have a semifinal, and then we have a final. But until you don't get Saturday final, you can avoid all rest. So for a normal guy, for a guy who who really don't don't know our RC. Mm -hmm. If he comes on, let's say on Tuesday, he will not arrive to Saturday for sure. Yeah, he because it's too bored. hard. Yeah, yeah, he will get bored super super early. Right. Yeah. My, yeah. My, it's too long. My my girl want, wanted to come on Saturday, the first day mm. of the world. I said no, for sure not. She drew, she go you crazy. Will, yeah, you will get super bored. So <laughs> no need to come on Saturday. It's like I mean, we have to try to. To change these things to make the RC more attractive. Yeah, I so, agree with you. I agree. We have to treat it. It's, it's so difficult with the guys of 
federations and associations and everything is super difficult i don't know why i, I try i try to talk and blah 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 everything but it seems they don't want i don't know why well i think it comes down to um that old old guard you know what i mean they don't want to let go of what they have you know yeah. i like to say we can look back Remember the heritage, but we have to go forward, you know. And you say Europe needs work. I, I I agree with you, but I think they have a much better federation and association than they do in America because they don't really have anything. But then that also makes America different as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? They can have those big races and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, I agree with you, man. It's 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 a it's a it's also okay. So you get the importance of doing things like you know and um the media and being involved in that and you understand that you have to grow rc because you've also had a business in rc you had a track you've had you know all this type of you had a, a great track into a track they did it for about two years i think three years yeah three years yeah great facility and then you had to close it down because you can't it's there's no support there because at the end of the day these business we have to not only do RC businesses have to survive, they have to thrive. And the only way we can get them to thrive is if we we collectively, as an industry, when I mean as an industry, everybody comes together. I would like to see, I, I, wouldn't, I don't care what race it is or, or what, where it is or who's involved in it. I would just like to see the industry come together to support one thing that's going to, that's completely meant to, advertise rc you know what i mean like a race yeah. that's meant for spectators with awesome live coverage all this stuff so, similar to like what they had a visions similar like visions in 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 america had a good turnout with the pro guys not so good with the the other guys and then rcgp i like the professionalism of rcgp like the media days they making the, the teams do this and making the drivers be in front yeah, of the, the cameras only, the only problem on rcgp is that all manufacturers exactly are not following this? Exactly, it's the only problem. Yes, because they're not used to it. They're not used to having to do a media day and and standing in front of a camera and doing interviews. This is what this is what drivers have to do in a professional full scale level. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, it, you know the for, so for the Italian race, uh, we had the young guy Max Hesse, and he's yeah. training to be a full time racer. And every time yeah. you put the camera on him, he was like, hey, what's up? You know, because he said, we train for, to deal with the media. Like, you know what I mean? And we don't yeah, have yeah, that yeah. in RC. And maybe the next generation will be that. But right now, we kind of have to force people to be. I like to say we have professional drivers in RC, but we're not utilizing them in a professional way. Yeah, but, it's yeah, it's difficult. I mean... It is. It's, it's you got to change the mentality and the way of thinking of people. So my thinking is like, hey, you're a pro driver. When when I see you, you should look like a pro driver. I should be able to distinguish you between you and the rest of the people. And I think that, you know, like a lot of things, I, I always say if you treat RC big, people will take it big. So I would love to see that. But it, it's just difficult. You know, Like you said, it's difficult to get everybody to agree. Everybody has their ideas. Everybody wants to go this way, this way, that yeah, way. But we are, I mean, um, like F1 and so on, many people are mm -hmm. uh, in the same way and they're like 10 million times bigger than us. So I know, but it's it's more exciting to watch. I don't think we'll ever get that big, but I would yeah, just... But people who is involved in the RC, for example, mm -hmm. we are mm, one out of 10 million comparing F1. Oh, I agree. I agree. And those... We don't, we don't agree to go all together to the same way. I so know. it's like every go, everyone goes to a different directions, but for sure we will not go ahead. Yeah, because each, you know why? Because each manufacturer is going, because they're not thinking of the big picture. They're thinking of, I need to get there. Because yeah. what RC has turned into is, well, in, in America, what I see anyway, I haven't been over to Europe enough to, to, to what I see is we're, these these manufacturers cater into the big races and all, basically what they're trying to do is go there or they're trying to do well represent a good team that's fine i'm all cool with that but all it comes down to is you're dealing with the same people over and over the same four five hundred people over and over and you're just trying to get them 
to to switch chassis and i said man how long can we do this you know what i mean are we going to start yeah. you know we need to we need 5000 people you know we need yeah, to think like that, that and yeah that said at the beginning instead of getting more people it's like uh we are trying to take the people from the neighbor you know yeah yeah no focus so, and as long as we keep doing that there's no need to focus on getting new people in i feel that way. that's yeah, how i feel sure. about it So I, I've had this rant quite a lot. I'm glad you have said something about it because you know, um, it, you know how it goes, man. It's, it's you have to, in order to 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 for change to happen, change has to happen, and you in order to make an omelet, you have to break a few eggs. And uh, I know a lot of people would say, "Well, RCGP was because of JQ," and I would agree with that. You know, he was super aggressive with it, but now he's kind of out of the mix in that sense, and. I I think what RCGP is still good. I think people just need to wrap their heads around it and hopefully some more manufacturers or not even RCGP. Let's focus like I hope all the manufacturers go to Visions next year and they do a, a good job of getting you know my dream at Visions is like hey so do you know the Visions race where um Mayfield yeah. and yeah. So they have all this full scale stuff going on there as well, right? So mm -hmm. I think they have like autograph signings with some of the full scale stars and all that stuff. Well, I think the RC guy should be right up there with them, signing autographs in a uniform, having a poster of them with their car. That's what I see. Professional. Many sports that are that they are so much worse than than our sports, and they are like two two million more popular. Yes, of course, but it's easy to do. Um, and I like to say we're so obscure. You know the word obscure, like yeah. Uh, So you know Netflix, right? They had a, a special called "The Most Obscure Sports." They had yeah. cheese, wheel rolling, yo-yo, all this type of stuff. RC is so so small, it can't even get to that racing yeah, side. Know. Racing side of RC, anyway. But maybe because it's also difficult for the people to to get interested on on us. No, because know? we don't cater to new people. We don't cater anything to people. RCGP yeah. tries a little bit online. They, that's their goal, I think. Like to make a show. I think they did a good job at the Visions race because they had an announcer in there that was not RC related. So he kind of announced it like a full-scale race. But we have to cater the races to spectators and to new people. Not every race, but definitely some races have to be all about let's go promote our our sport. Yeah, sure. I agree. All right, um, let's let's talk about okay. So let's talk about we kind of went off on a tangent, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Redavon because you you. So this is so, all right. So you've been to going to world since 2002. Tell the world a little bit. I mean, they're gonna. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna see for myself. But tell the world a little bit about this track because for me, it's the biggest mm -hmm. track. Like it's like the biggest baddest track I've seen in RC. I've been watching RC for a long, long time. I've seen some great tracks. I like the Cinetic track when it was open. That was nice. I like yeah. the Pat Pattaya track. Um, no, I like Thunder Alley, but it's small. So I like these iconic tracks. But this track is, I haven't seen anything like it. And I haven't even seen it in person. But all I keep saying, hearing from people is that it is gigante, huge. Yeah. Yeah, it's completely huge. Like, Let's say Cinetic uh, was huge also, mm -hmm. but I think it was not uh, a huge layout. I mean, it was huge, but not really a, a, a huge meters layout. Mm -hmm. So this one, it's, I would say, maybe a little bit bigger than Cinetic, even those. Mm -hmm. And it's also uh, a great layout inside. So it means... I don't know with a new layout, but it's uh, for a pro driver, it's like 52, 53 lap time mm -hmm. with with grip on the track. So it means I'm sure the first laps of uh, standard people, it will be more than one minute. I'm 100% sure. Yeah, I talked to, I had Brian on the show. Uh, so he was yesterday, uh, wow, as we're recording this, it released yesterday. And he wouldn't tell me what it, what he done, but he said there's still going to be like 51, 52-second lap times at the track. Uh, one thing I see about this track, and I've watched many races there, is the amount of corner speed that this track, you need to hold on this track. Like, not only is it big, but it seems to be very much a lot of 
you know, it's not it's not slow. It's like you're on the gas a lot. Yeah, and also there is a lot of of altitude change. Mm -hmm. I mean, from the left side to the right side, mm -hmm. I would say there is like ten meters, or I don't know. It's quite quite a big difference. Yes, and also with the new layout, it's like. Uh, some corners that they are in the middle of the of the altitude change. Mm -hmm. oh. So for the for the engines and fuel consumption and tires, everything will be super hard. And then if we still have the same temperatures of the the weather as it is right now, it will be quite critical for everything. I yeah. mean, for the tires and engines, everything will will be close to forty degrees. So it will be a, a hard uh, race for the for the car itself, mm. but I'm sure it will be it will be good. Uh, the pit pit area is super nice, mm. and they also put at the at the entrance uh, like all containers there with all brands, and nice. restaurant will be super good, I'm nice. sure. So I'm I think it will be a good world. Um. I think so too. I think the, you know, the people that are putting it on the the very passionate the Baldo family, very passionate about it. Um, they've built a. I look, man. As a RC, if I if I still raced RC cars as a RC racer, it would be my dream to race on this track. You know what I mean? Because it's just so yeah. iconic and big. Uh, I I really can't wait. What do you think? So you you know, I have to bring it up because a lot of the American drivers they're saying you know, oh, it's a European style track. There's a lot of that type of talk going on over there. But and I understand where it comes from because they're used to having new, fresh layouts. I mean, there will be a layout change here. But at the same time, I think that the fast American guys will be just as faster as they are because the, if you're, if you're yeah, a professional, exactly. you'll be fast. I mean, it's always the same. Yeah. Lay, layout is like 80% new for everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure, the ones who went to the warm-up they will have a little bit more benefit on the dirt because mm -hmm. it's same or at least super similar. Mm -hmm. But I went to a, to the dirt on February and they were testing three days before the race. So yeah, and we have and we have ten minutes practice there. Yeah, yeah, a lot we'll less have, practice at the dirt. So yeah, we have sixty minutes practice. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's always same, always the same stupid things, but. At the end, the one who is faster in America will be faster here, mm -hmm. and the one who is faster here will be faster in America. So it's like, I think that I think the levels are like before, like you, there were European guys that were fast in Europe early. You know what I mean? Because the tracks were different, and then I think you guys, you Ronafalk boots, you guys are the guys that started coming over to America and started doing well. You know what I mean? And that, that's been in the last, i say, f seven years ago, seven years or so. So it's good to see. I think, like, look, I think I think the Americans need to go over there with the attitude like, hey, we're coming to race. Let's go. It doesn't matter because there's no – I can't see why Mayfield, Fend uh, – I can't see – okay, for me, Mayfield and Fend are the two favorite Americans that can win this, in my opinion. Maybe throw in Cavallari, Tebow, Tessman. Well, Tessman's not American, but you know what I mean. Probably I mean the problem. It's good for for the spectator, but for me, it's a problem. <laughs> Just because we have many drivers close to win this world, so I mean, there's not, there's going to be a lot of top drivers that aren't in the finals. Yeah, I would say like ten, twelve people who can win the worlds this year. That's a lot. It's like yeah, in in Europe, we are like. Mm, I would say five, five, six drivers. I would say who so. Come in the worlds, and in America we have five, six more. I would say so. Let's not even talk about all the fast guys that are going to be in the, in the semis. They're going to be in the quarterfinals. Yeah. Those are going to be sure. stacked, stacked. I think we're going to see somebody that nobody even knows do really well. I mean that we that may not be a uh, a name that is well known. Build yeah, for well, sure, both both Baldos will be super fast. Yeah, I mean, in the warm up, uh, the little Baldo was like impressive fast. The little Baldo—that's what you call him. 
Yeah, <laughs> he's Oscar. Yeah, is the name. Yes, and and he was super, super, super fast. Yes. So I'm sure you know a waltz is just uh, one week, and every day is a new day. So mm-hmm. and everybody has to race in. Huh? Everybody has to race in. Yeah, for sure. Even if you're TQ, you can TQ every single run and still not be in the final. For sure. So. I think that rule has to change, though. I think the TQ should get a guaranteed spot in the main. So this one race, this one track, this this series does it like this. So the 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 TQ gets a guaranteed spot in the main. He has to run the semi, but it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter if he breaks in the semi or whatever. He still yeah, but the does if if it makes if it makes uh, a change into the semifinal uh, result, you know. Well, so I think how like they do touching, it Touching some driver Or breaking someone or whatever. Yeah, that's true too That's true too Like he it's, Yeah, yeah He could mess up somebody else's race Because he's already in there Yeah, like 10 10 minutes testing Or 20 minutes testing For the TQ Would be okay, I guess Yeah, yeah Give him Give him some tr- Some track time out there And test it yeah. I, But I think TQ should be rewarded With directly going in I think Yeah Because, you know Like Elliot Boots TQ in Argentina Didn't even make the final that's like yeah. That's that's why I usually never work for the TQ. Yeah. Like I mean, I don't care to make TQ. So since day one, I just think on the final. So yeah. I've never, I never ch- think on making TQ and blah blah blah. So if I do TQ, I'm even better for me because I will. I I'm having a final uh, pace with a final car that can't even make TQ. So it's better for me. Well, you're but, more known for coming from behind, anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I, I hope I hope not to have it this year. <laughs> you want I hope you... to be, I hope to be on top all week. All right, I don't like to come to come from from back. <laughs> um, so, all right, well, let's talk about you and your future. You're 34 years old now. You've been doing this for quite a long time. Um, you, I, 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 I should. I'm trying to put this in a good way. Let's say this way: you, you have your last really big win uh, internationally was the 2017 Euros, right? I think. Yeah, and, the 2017. Yeah. And you've had some. You know, you've had a second place at DNC. You've, you've, you know, you're still, you know, you've had. Some, I think also like a couple of good second places. Or you, you came back from. And you know, you're still good on that level. The, the level of competition is definitely improved. I mean, you got Juan Carlos Canas. Like he, I think he. You know, you've won the Spanish Nationals for how many years or straight? And has he won one now or, or how did it work? Uh, straight, straight 13. Uh-huh. And I, I won last year, so I, I got the 14. Okay. And Juan Carlos Canas has one as well or? Uh, two. Well, two. One, yeah, two more or less, yeah. So he's like, you know, he's, your, he's a product of what you created. He's super fast right now. Um, you got all these young guys that are coming, a lot of Italian guys, you know, even on your team, like you got the clicks over there that are doing well. <clears throat> You're 34. I think, you know, it, okay, we're not seeing it, you know, how, how much, I, I guess, I guess I want to say, how many more years of competitive racing does Robert have? Uh, and are you, are, you've always been a, a guy that has kind of tried to work. As well, and have a business. You still have your business because you have something with um, Robert, with uh, Roger, now with Pro Circuit, right, or something like that. The what? You have your own. Don't you have your own brand now or something as well? Yeah, the three six mood. Yes, three six mood. What's so you you know you? I see you're doing that. You're developing that. I think that's important. I think you you know you always been focused on having something besides just racing. So now are you starting to put a little bit more focus into that knob as you're getting older? Are you doing the invisible yeah. speed stuff? You're translating yeah. that over all this type of stuff. Um, how much time do you think you have left as, as a competitive racer? How much time do you think you can do this? I would say I could do, uh, I mean, two more goals. I okay. mean, this one and two more. Okay. I would say it would be... Uh, an objective goal. So that puts you to f- just under forty, roughly. Yeah, thirty-eight. Yeah, thirty-eight, more yeah. or less. It's it's interesting then, to see. Then for sure, I can help. I mean, to brands about uh, research and develop everything and blah blah blah. But not 
not racing to win and things mm -hmm. like that. I would say four more years. So what is what would you like to do uh, in RC after you've kind of reached that plateau and you're like, I don't want to race. I'm not. Com I, I don't feel I'm competitive anymore. What would you like? What would do, what would Robert Badier like to see himself doing in in, in RC? Um, for sure, coming into uh, some factory like uh, being a, a factory member inside of not not just racing mm -hmm. like i don't know let's say taking care of the development of the car and also like uh sales things and so on mm -hmm. it would be i mean i like this kind of stuff and okay. taking care of the of the racing team like a manager so type of vibe you could see yeah, yourself I, doing it i think it could be a a nice a nice goal for me not not only taking care of spain mm -hmm. it's also taking care of of international team yeah, and yeah, because your, your English is good. You can you can you, you're well known with with within the RC community around the world. Everybody knows you, so yeah. you can you can pretty much you're respected. I think you could go to America. You can go obviously you can go to Latin America. Go to anywhere in Europe. You can go to Asia, and people will yeah. give you the respect. And I think I think with the years of experience that you've gained as a racer, world champion, all this type of stuff, I think that your knowledge will then transcend over to management and just make that team better. Because of, with the experience and knowledge that you've gained over your your career as a racer, yeah, I'm sure tell, I can. Right. Tell us about 360 Mood. So, what's that all about? What type of products are you are you selling? What What's that all about? Uh, right now, it's not a, a huge amount of product. Just um, because I'm, uh, I would say, uh, thinking about my general future. So mm -hmm. it's just a little. Um, Tambay, mm -hmm. but right now we have uh, silicone oils for sharks and diffs. Also, some uh, optional parts for the Mugen, and and also some stuff like I'm making some some stuff like t-shirts and okay. I did some socks also, <laughs> and yeah, but this kind of thing. But to be honest, I'm a little bit standby because I have to to talk a little bit for the next year so mm -hmm. i don't know uh exactly what my sponsors want uh, right. for me and just stand by two more weeks <laughs> yeah silly season yeah well you got silly season coming up after the world so you know that's going to be the next big thing um it's going to be interesting i think it's going to be a very interesting silly season so um i'll be it, i'll be having definitely have my ears open at the worlds and i'm sure we'll hear some stuff there uh invisible speed translating that to spanish how's that going to be honest, uh, super difficult. <laughs> <laughs> What's not, the difficult not, part about it? For, for sure, I mean, I would not say difficult, but for sure it's a lot of work, mm -hmm. like huge amount of work. Joseph I is was, insane to do all of that, but he's he done it a good job about it, at it. Yeah, for sure. But I was taking like, I would say how many hours and blah, blah, blah. It will take me like, 350 hours more or less that's a lot of talking but it's worth it yeah it's huge yeah but really huge and i mean i'm sure that now at the beginning maybe not so many people mm -hmm. uh, trust on the idea and so on we are a little bit a, a few uh, members already in spanish but i'm sure once they started to see uh how the the videos are going and all classes uh, on life with me and everything, all dubs and everything it's coming in the future. I'm sure people will will start to to come into invisible speed. Yeah, when, I think so too. Have you learned anything from it? Because Joseph what? says he's teaching you setup. <laughs> Have you learned anything yeah, from sure. it? For sure, it helps me. Yeah, that's what I said sometimes. Like, it's. I don't know. Let's say, for example, uh, I did a, I record a video about tires. Mm -hmm. and I mean, I know how tires, uh, the the feeling and how it works and blah blah blah. But after watching the video, it's like, oh, yes, that's true. It's worked because of that. And you know, everything he's saying is like, it's something you you think it's obvious. Mm -hmm. But until you don't uh, learn and you don't see someone 
explaining everything, mm -hmm. you cannot imagine how you can understand how the tires work and how the load transfer uh, work and how everything works. So many people that ask that I told them like, why you are not coming to the to the course and so on? No, because it's okay. I know enough and blah blah blah. I said, no, I'm sure not. I mean, even for me, I'm learning and That's and I think it's good. It's good even for me. So it should be better for you. So yeah. it's something. Uh, it's really good for for everybody. If even if you are pro diver or not, mm -hmm. I'm sure some pro driver his ego cannot support this kind of things mm -hmm. that they know everything so they cannot know more <laughs> but i'm sure uh it can be useful for everyone like i think so too i think it's gonna be a okay so this is my thing we need to make rc easier rc racing needs yeah. to be easier and the only way to make it easier it's getting easier like you said engines are easy to tune um cars are more durable now so they're not braking but we still yeah. have to get knowledge to people. And I think with knowledge, everything becomes easy. So with this type of tool where people can sit down, listen, watch, see how things are done, then go out and explain. Like JQ, I was in one of the discords. JQ is giving people homework. Yeah. Here, take this. Like, this is my, this is just, this is what you got to do this week. And then I want to know your results. So I was in a discord for the English one the other day and people, people were enjoying it. Like there was a big discussion going on. And I was like, yeah, this is what I, when, when Joseph was, you know, telling me about this, this is what I, I was expecting to see. So it's, it's going to take a while, but I think this is for people who would, I would say this to people instead of, you know, it's all nice to have everything in your pits matching. It looks great. You know, I like that. It looks good. But I think you'd yeah. be better off taking that money and putting it into this because then you become a better yeah. racer. Yeah, that's for sure. But the problem also, it's like, I don't know there in USA and so on, but here in Spain, we have some local heroes. Mm -hmm. So they, they, they went to a track. They are like uh, God for the people. Yes. Yeah, I know what you but mean. But they are, they are only telling shit. Like, <laughs> I mean, they are telling stupid things just to, to get, to get confused to the people and just to make an amateur guy to a, to a completely uh, learning guy just to get them mad. It's yeah. like a guy a guy who is driving uh, between the the tubes so he's so so close to make the track well mm -hmm. go there and start to making stupid to telling him stupid things like no you have to put 10 grams here because your car will be blah 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 i mean to that guys you can you have to to teach them like put yes. the right tires uh, tune the engine uh, buy fuel the and basics they you need know? to learn the basics first yeah once once you are like half a second behind a top driver okay you yes. can start to to learn about these grams there or these grams on the other side but for sure a course like explaining you how the tires work, uh, why this, the car is balancing, why the car is uh, pitching or rolling or whatever, it can help you. Yeah, I and mean, then you can make your own decisions about what you want to do. Yeah, and it's starting, I mean, on the course we, we explain from the beginning to the most top mm. thing on the, and it's everything on the same line. So it's not for sure that something that one guy explained you one thing and another guy explained you another thing and the only the only thing it's like you get confused and at the end frustration and bye bye rc yeah exactly so, make it easy for people easy yeah. everything's online yeah. now everything's online there's online courses for everything so yeah i'm, I'm super pumped for that i think it's going to be a, a hit within spain and it's going to be like everything's difficult everything new is always difficult but i think once it gets up and then obviously um, I think eventually the plan is to have physical stuff as well. So that's going to be good too. And um, I can't wait. For me, it's, it's definitely something that I'm excited. I'm all about developing. I, like, I want to develop drivers. I want to be involved in developing youth drivers and all that type of stuff. And I see a lot of that coming with invisible speed in the future. So I'm super happy about it. I know it's difficult to translate all that stuff because it's hard 
what's in English to translate to Spanish comes out different, and there's a lot of things you have to rephrase and you know different yeah. things. But record everything, then I have to edit everything, and then I have to tend to JQ so he can edit a little bit on on his uh, videos and so on. So it's a little bit long. Yeah, but you know uh, what? You're learning something too that's going to help you yeah, in the future. For sure. Like the editing and all that stuff, so it's 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 a learning process. We always got to learn. We always got to learn. We always got to learn. Robert, um, are you so you so? One question before I leave: Who are you worried about at the worlds? Who is your who? Which drivers are you worried about? Not worried, but you know it's gonna be they're gonna be hard. They're gonna be difficult. I think uh, a really hard, hard, hard driver. As I told you, there are a lot. Yes, but if but there's there's some that are in there's a lot. There's a there's some that are really good, like that. You know, I would say I mean, Mayfield. Really good, really good, I would say Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say Ongaro, Tanas, Ronefalk. If I, if I have to say once, I would say that for. That's How about Coelho? You think Coelho is going to do well at this track? Uh, actually, he was good in the warm-up. Yeah, exactly. He was. But... Grip level, you think? If it's not as grippy, he won't be as good. I think he likes yeah, the... I don't know. I think, I think maybe it doesn't clash perfectly on his, on his uh, driving. Mm-hmm. But it's Coelho, so for sure he can win. <laughs> you know, when when a world champion says it's Coelho, for sure he can win. Then that that man's really good at what he does. Then he's super. Coelho is amazing. Yeah. Then I mean, if I have to say like top ten, it's like Ongaro, Kass, uh, Ronefal for sure, uh, Coelho, Mayfield, Tebo, Fen. I happen to think Tebo will be good too. Yeah, I think I like Tebo also. Yeah. So. What, who do you think is going to be a surprise in the final? Who would you say would be a surprise to you and, and could possibly make the final? I think uh, Oscar Baldo will be in the final for sure. Okay. I, that's not really a surprise, but I mean, it kind of is. But who else would you think? A uh, big surprise? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the the guy who who is with Mayako now, Ibonen or oh Peko. But yeah, I think he'll be running um, AE at this race. Ah, okay. Peko uh, might make it. I think so. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it's uh, maybe Orlovsky. I forgot that he's gonna be here. I, I forgot completely that Orlovsky's gonna be at this race. Uh oh. Orlovsky Orlovsky will be there, so I think he will be fast. Uh, that's what I told you. It's already like 15 guys. <laughs> I know. I forgot all about Orlovsky. It's going to be interesting to see how he does. I think my, yeah. I think I'm not going to be surprised if he makes it uh, because I think he can. Mason Fuller. I think Mason Fuller is going to surprise a lot of people. The young guy from America. Yeah. That's HB. Yeah. I think he's going to I'm, I'm full faith in him. If he doesn't make the main, it's not a, it's not a bad thing. It's not, you know, he has plenty of worlds left in him because he's only 18. But uh, I think we're going to see Mason Fuller sh- shock the world. And I don't I don't think he'll win, but I think he'll he'll be fast. And I think yeah, I'm sure. I mean, that's what I told you. It's also one week. So maybe the layout and weather and everything clashes perfect to your track, uh, to your race. car and tires yeah. and yourself. So uh, anything can happen. I mean, and also... Between the top seven, top eight drivers, uh, if any of them uh, matches the perfect tire for the final and perfect setup, he can win for sure. I'm so, sure it's a, a big mental game too. When you as a so when you won your world championship in 2012, where did you end up starting on the grid? On the, the starting second. So was you? Did you think you could win it, or was there anybody that you thought was just a little bit better than you at that time? To be honest, I was quite. Um, I thought quite that I had a, a quite big chance to win. Okay, so I you also were confident. Won, I also won the warm up on that time. Okay, 
and doing doing all week it was I was fast but I wasn't sure to win with such an advantage that's for sure mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting it's a mental game too you got to stay strong you know it's going yeah, to be a lot sure. of even though you said you don't want to qualify well I agree with you I'd rather kind of not have you TQ in but still be mid-pack but it's also a lot of pressure on there because people would be like oh look at you you know nobody's talking about you but I think that's good too because then you just come yeah. in silently and like a ninja yeah I mean I don't know it's yeah it's everything difficult for sure I will not work on TQ but as I told you if you make TQ it's for sure better than, than not to make it <laughs> that's true. I mean it gives you also confidence for, also for, sure. for you but at least I like to work so much on 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 finals, mm-hmm. and I think on in the warm up I had a really good pace. I was on top three all weekend, so I'm really. Um, I think I can be really competitive this time. I think so too. I also was. I think from my point of view, I was uh, competitive on the Euros. Yes, just. Just some uh, small things that make me not to have uh, a good position in the final, mm-hmm. but but the pace was there, and it's not easy. <laughs> but no, not at that track. I don't know. I will. I will try to do my best after the Euros. I'm a little more confident, even those with myself. So so I think we can try to to at least fight. I mean, if if I'm there fighting, I will be I will be happy. Well, yeah, you are one of the few drivers that can be the second person to win this. That's attending this race. Um, I think it would also be cool for a span a Spanish person to win it in Spain. So you or Canas, I think, are the two top contenders for that. I think it's going to be one of the most important and best worlds we've had. You know, it's been four years of other worlds. We've had Angaro, who's been champion on top of the world for four years now. I know that's yeah. due to COVID. And he's also going into this race as a favorite to win it too. So woo, we are in store for some some really great racing. And I think the RC world is in store for some great racing. We're going to have great coverage. We're going to have it at a beautiful track. I think we're going to get some drama. I think we're going to get <laughs> everything we need. Of course, it's going to be. Cause people, it's, people love drama. So <laughs> you, Hey, we love it in full scale, right? That's what we watch. You know, everybody likes drama. We watch football. We like to see guys tackle each other we watch racing we like to see guys hit each other so but that's part it's emotional this is an emotional race it's the only race that we besides dnc that we get to see not just we got to see everybody from around the world race and we only got to see that every two years and we haven't seen that in four years and a lot's happened in rc since the last world so it's gonna be good robert i look forward to being in your home country for more than one day Yes. Uh, I'm looking I'll be there. I'll see you next weekend. Thank you for your time. Good you luck to you. You will be able to to speak Spanish. I speak Spanish, just not like perfect Spanish. I speak <laughs> You will you will learn there. No, but I understand you guys perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand you. Perfect. It's just I speak Dominican street Spanglish Spanish, <laughs> you know. So, but I understand perfectly when the Spanish. I understand it. Dominicans speak Spanish so fast too, you know. Yeah, I know. And so yeah, they that. cut so many words. So I learned that type of Spanish, and then obviously it's not perfect. But um, thank you for your time. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Good luck to you at the Worlds. I'll see you, and thank um, you. I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, good luck to you. Thank you. Thank for you your so time. much. Welcome. Uh, thank you, Robert, for your time. It was a great chat with you. Uh, good luck to you at the Worlds next week. Uh, it, well, this week. Uh, he, this is Robert can do well. I mean, Robert could probably win this. So it's going to be interesting to see. Thank you for his time. Robert's been busy translating the Invisible Speed book that's coming out in Spanish very soon, hopefully. And um, yeah, that should be good things. That's going to be something. And uh, we're going to work together as well. Robert, I think, and I, him and I are doing some more Spanish-speaking podcasts as well because we kind of want to get do something for the Latin America culture, RC culture as well. So thank you to Robert. Good luck. Good, uh, good buddy. Campion. All right. With that said, guys, we're done for the day. Well, I'm done for the day. I'll see Max and JQ next week. Well, soon. I'm sure we'll get together. I am taking some microphones and stuff like that so we can record as when we're out there. So hopefully we will be able to. Uh, things get kind of hectic at these races and it's kind of hard. We're not staying together, so... 
that's another factor. We kind of have to meet up somewhere and do this. So hopefully we can. Uh, but stay tuned for all the coverage that we're doing. I'll be doing videos, lots of lots of shorts, lots of reels, lots of uh, pictures. I'll try to continue my blogs. You'll be seeing my 90-second uh, reels, my reports daily. And look for some of my early qualifying and uh, practice videos that I'll do. And basically, I want to kind of bring you guys along with me on my trip to the world. Because if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be going. So I want you to, if you're not going to the world, I want you to kind of live vicariously through me. Because this is a great event. And that said, I'm not going to ramble on anymore. Thank you to all the patrons of the No Name RC podcast. Truly, thank you. Can't do without you guys. Thank you to all the uh, NNRC squad around the world. If you if you can, please just do me a favor. Hit that like, hit that sub button, hit that notification button, YouTube. Let's grow this YouTube. And uh, thank you for the support. Shout out to the awesome companies that support the NNRC. Remember, everybody, there are links, affiliate links, coupon codes where you can save some money. There aren't some, there are just links to the web page as well. There are no coupon codes. But if you do buy something from these companies, just please leave a note and say, hey, I heard about them on the No Name RC podcast. They are Invisible Speed, TZO 200 Tires, High Tech RC, TNR Fuels, Beach RC, Mayako, RCGP, Techno RC, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, G Spec RC Tuning, Some Pedal USA, Racecraft USA. Clinic RC, House of RC, RC3 Raceway. Uh, shout out to my boy, Jason Bacall, for these awesome hats. Ardent Imprints. Check them out on uh, Instagram. And shout out to uh, the drivers that support this podcast. Dave Ronifal, good luck to you, buddy. I'll see you. Alexander Hagberg, the doctor. Jared Tebow, good luck to you. And good luck to you, Robert. Uh, good luck. With that said, guys, we're out. The world's are coming, and we're going to have a blast. Nitro is the glory. E-Buggy pays the bills. If you ain't grinding, you're sliding. Lefty is out. See you guys next week. Live from Spain, hopefully. Well, yeah, I will be there. That's for sure. With that said, we're out. We're out. Short outro.